Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures, and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If 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 there's a scripture similar that it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the 
trials and tribulations that I've had is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times is which I am is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. Or else, guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And uh, man, what a good brother, man. He said, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and the incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope you have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee and they tatted. You got dirt on you and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it, all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your, your co-workers, your friends. They all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He said, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He said, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she 
but she pulling for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for. But you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back or maybe both legs over the back pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they push it with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pulling. Ain't everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you and I thought you was going with me but it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore I have carried you as long as I have to carry you you are no longer my responsibility I am responsible for my family my wife my children I'm not responsible for you you got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope I'm on a mission baby I'm pulling you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. In the words of LTD, back in love, I get mixed emotions. That's all I got for you. Not mixed emotions, though. <laughs> I'm back. Back in love again. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning. In love right with you, Steve. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Love me some LTD. What's happening, Steve? When you put your loving arms around me. <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, that boy. I feel so satisfied. satisfied. Excuse me, I'm only human. Sometimes I. Oh. Hard ass singing. I missed yes. that. That doggone, daggone, dad blam it, junior boy. Kill space. <laughs> okay, all I care for is the hard singing, man. That's all I got. I need that more than everybody. <laughs> Dimmy, Dimmy, just stay. <laughs> you doing Junior? Doing oh, yeah. yeah, he just did me. <laughs> doing you. That's Junior doing Jodice. <laughs> Cause girl. <laughs> Really strange. Not the Alls, huh? Not the Alls, man. Yeah, that's how Junior do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, nephew Tommy. Doggy dog, top of the morning. Beautiful ladies, Junior boy. My man. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody going to say it? Say what? <laughs> what we saw this morning? No, I ain't oh. nobody finna say it. You ain't. <laughs> ain't going to say it. I bet your aunt said it. Well, ain't nothing to be playing with. We're not doing that. 
A lot of people, you know, come it on and they forget. Day. Yeah, they forget. Well, you know, things. we zooming, you know. Yeah. You just got to know when you're being zoomed. Right. Commodore said it best. I like to fly away. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the 70s, man. I'm stuck. I'm damn near stuck. If I wasn't such a player, I'd go back. I just don't want to go back to the 70s without no damn cell phone. That's the only thing. I <laughs> know oh, that's I right. Like that. Them damn 70s was country as hell, man. <laughs> wasn't no damn cell phone, man. You couldn't Zoom nobody. Wasn't no Skype. Wasn't no email. They had pay Dog. phones on every corner. Well, All you a... needed was change, Dog. Steve. It wasn't, no, it wasn't no cell phones. It wasn't no... <laughs> It was no Zoom, no Skype, mm-hmm. no email. None of that. 70s, man, was hard. What was, the, what was the coldest thing in the 70s then? Coldest thing, the music. <laughs> Un, untopped. Mm-hmm. The, the undefeated 70s. And, you know, yeah. we bled off into the 80s. But mm-hmm. after the 80s, that was it, man. 70s and Uh-oh, 80s was uh, the coldest see, era. Why you say that? Jodeci was in the 90s, Steve. 70s and 80s, man, was the greatest. Them 20 years right there, ain't no 20 to go with it. Sorry, Them I'll 70s, say sorry, man. Junior. Thank you, Shirley. 70s and 80s. Timothy <laughs> Dan You got to keep doing me, man. I I wish I knew the other song you sang. (laughs) Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we haven't heard from her in a while. Sister Odell will be in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Woman Crush Wednesday, so that means it is time for our girl, Sister Odell, to enter the building, and she is here. (laughs) It's all I need. Mm. He is all I ever need. I'm talking about you. <laughs> get low, get low, get oh, low. Oh, my love. <laughs> I'm talking about the king of kings. Oh, what the block is so much to blow the planet. What? What? <laughs> don't, that, that when I'm full, don't, don't question. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, sister. What is this, Odell? Yeah. Girl, girl, girl. What is, how is everybody doing today? What's going on? Oh, Sister Odell, you know, the same thing. Mm. We're dealing with COVID. Uh, the presidential election is coming up. Yeah, that Labor Day weekend. is something else on everybody. But, excuse mm. me, what you Conventionitis. Convention- oh, Conventionitis. You know, where you can't gather in large groups, all the conventions is canceled. Oh. Yes, oh. Yeah, oh. everybody got the conventionitis now, so we got... We just got to keep it moving. Yeah, it's canceling everything. All the re- mm. all the revivals is canceled. Yes, ma'am. Joel yeah. Osteen is on uh on uh, on TV, but he by himself. Ain't nobody in the crowd. Bishop Jakes, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All of them, they all sent. That's true, but uh, Joel Osteen was with Kanye when they walked on water for their church services in Atlanta. Ain't nobody walked on water, shit. Peter did. What you gonna stop? Yeah. Well, Peter wasn't with Kanye. In the Bible. (laughs) But 
But he gave the illusion, you know Sister Odell. Is. That's all I'm you saying. You can't get the illusion of walking on water. Try it if I mean, you want to. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stage a couple inches below the water made it look uh-huh. like you walk on water. You run out there if you want to. Got all my money riding on the water. <laughs> you, wait, wait, were you there? Got all You're my already. money riding on the water. <laughs> Were you there at that Tell you service? Right now, no, I wasn't at the service. You know I don't fools out there with them, you know? Oh, uh-huh. okay. I like Kanye being spiritual and everything, but after that he talks, you know, he different, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, that boy got a choir. Jesus, how? Glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How excellent. Girl, they singing, right. they singing, they singing in there. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you still go to church, Carla was asking you, and do you Zoom with your church? How do you handle those I Zoom with a couple of churches now because I ain't got to go nowhere, so I Zoom's in, you know. Oh, I'm very like popular it? on Zoom. Everybody wants me in their service. You know, I'm a draw. Oh, okay. What, what is it that you do, Sister Well, Adele? you know, people's knows I'm going to be there to Zoom in. More people Zooms in see the pastor. Oh. You know, I, I lend credit, uh, credibility to, to the people's. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so people are, are clamoring for you to make a guest uh, appearance. Where's Odie? I'm going where Odie go. You know, I'm starting to charge passes for me to zoom in. You know. <laughs> a love offering. A love yeah, offering. No, no, just flat out. Just appearance fee. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. So how much is that, Sister Odie? Everybody else do it. Got all these heifers charging to show up at a party. Uh huh. Why well, I can't show up for Jesus? Well, uh, well, I wanted to ask you, are you in your motherboard white when you zoom in, or what What are you wearing? Sometimes I wear white, you know. Sometimes I got a new black dress. A black dress? Oh, okay. What the hell are you wearing? Mm-hmm. Black? Mm. Oh, it's the latest in missionary wear. Yeah, because usually they wear white. Uh-huh. I know, but when you're talking to people that ain't going to get saved, you just wear your black outfit. <laughs> But is it complete with hat? Do you do the whole church hat and everything? I just wear a prayer cloth when I wear my black. I don't put the hat on with it. It ain't worth it. You know, oh. everybody don't want to hear about the love and power of Jesus. So, you know, when you know they're going to hell, just wear black. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to judge, but it is what it is. <laughs> Wait, that's how you put it together? <laughs> put it together just like that. If they ask me to go up to the White House, I'll be in all black. <laughs> 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 Somebody in there going. Uh, did you, um, Sister Odell, you asked mm-hmm. what's going on. Did you hear about um, Dr. Dre and uh, his wife, Nicole? They're Boy, getting a divorce. Man. And, Ain't yeah. that sad? Yes, ma'am, so it is. Sad. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, she's asking for like $2 million a month, a month. in spousal support. Sweet. And she, Sweet. she has a breakdown of what she needs, though. And it makes perfect sense. What yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. What is she asking for, for two minutes? Well, well for instance, uh, laundry and cleaning, that's $10,000 a month. What is you cleaning? <laughs> <laughs> and when we clean it one month, you got to clean that same amount. What is, you, what is you cleaning? The kids' school? <laughs> <laughs> and wait, there's more. Uh, uh, for her clothes, it's one hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars a month. She's asking for for clothing one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Yes, That's kind of low, don't you think, Sister Odell? That's oh, a lot clothes? of money for clothing, girl. You know what I mean, missionary? I'll talk about. I tell you one thing: if you give me two million a year, I'll leave anybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
Two million a month, she's asking for. Two million a year, and I'll roll out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we ain't never met. Two million a year? Yeah. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces and then triples. <laughs> well, you give me three you give me three million aces. <laughs> but he's a billionaire, Sister Odell. Doesn't that make a difference? Sweet, I guess I ain't never heard of that kind of money. You know, I ain't never know nothing about nobody being no uh brillionaire. I ain't know I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> Ooh, girl, I two million. I swear to God. Coming up next, Sister Odell. Three thank million, you for stopping by. Three million. I won't even try to save another soul. <laughs> everybody, everybody around me can go to hell if I get three million. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back. <laughs> right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news, plus an entertainment news. Wow, Tamar Braxton's boyfriend has filed a restraining order against her. Uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, it's getting kind of crazy. And uh, in reality TV news, uh, Carla will be here to tell us about the first family of reality TV. The Kardashians made a major announcement yesterday. We'll talk about these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Wet robes. Wet <laughs> robes. Let's get it cracking, baby. Okay. Wet robes. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Miss uh, Sister Tanya. Sister Tanya. Uh-huh. Who's she? Who's this? Hi, Sister Tanya. This is uh, uh, Brian. I'm, I'm uh, representing the youth. And, I, of course, you know we're already having the... Uh, the fundraiser on Saturday, and I would like to know: Are you going to be um, Are you going to be available to come out on Saturday? Because we got pretty much most of the most of the choir. You're in the choir, correct? Uh yeah. I never heard of anything about anything on Saturday, though. Well, we got most of the choir members coming out on Saturday, and we'd like to know if if you're going to be available on Saturday to come out and participate in the fundraiser for the children that's going on their vacation next year. Oh, you said all the other choir members. I never heard anything from the other. Yeah, most, all of the choir members. We probably have about ninety-five percent of the choir members coming out. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm free on Saturday. Okay. Now we're doing from five to seven on Saturday. So are you available five p.m. to seven p.m.? It's only two hours. Yeah. What you say your name was? Brian. I'm sorry. My my, my they they call me Brian. Brian. They call me B A. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. Did I meet you at the church? Uh, I, I, well, I just joined about three weeks ago, and they've already given me an assignment. So I, I, I majored in marketing in school. So they're trying to get me to, to, to take care of the uh, children and their vacation that's coming up. So we put together some things, a great fundraiser. And, you know, the choir members have been very receptive. You were the last one for me to call, and, and I wanted to make sure you were on board with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just never heard about this, so. But, uh, right, right. Now, are you able to bring your choir robe on on Saturday? Uh, yeah, we sing we singing a song. What song did you need us to um to sing? Did you tell the pastor about this? No, no, no. You guys we are not actually going to be singing a song. Uh, what it is is that we're we're having a uh, uh, and I'm glad I'm so glad that you 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 you're ready to participate in what we're doing. So I want to first of all say thank you. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. Okay. All right. So what is all it that right, we and, and all of the choir members. I'm sorry. What is it that we need the robes for? 
I can bring my robe. I just the robe. What's going to happen is you guys aren't singing a song, but we're having a wet robe uh, uh, contest. A what now? A wet robe contest. You talking about like a, a wet T-shirt contest type of thing? Well, it, it, it's not a T-shirt. It's a robe. So you don't have a a T-shirt on. What what uh, we need you to no, do is we need no, you to no, come. No, 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 no. Not in the church. You talking about the whole class that they're gonna do a a a wet robe contest? You said a wet robe contest. I heard of a a wet T-shirt contest. That's not that's not the same thing though, right? Well, no, it's a little bit different. What it is, you don't have a T-shirt on. You actually have your 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 choir robe on, and you don't have anything uh, underneath it. You don't wear any clothes underneath it. What we do is we're gonna wet all of all of the ladies. Listen to me. We're going to let all, wet all of the ladies down, and the sexiest one oh. that's uh, oh, wet no, with no, their no, robe no, 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 on no. is going to win $500, and half of the money is going to go to the children's vacation. Uh, Hello? You're talking about a, a wet T-shirt contest in the church. No, I'm talking about a wet robe contest. At the church. Oh no, I'm not finna uh, get in there and and and, and be naked under a it's robe. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be out it's gonna be you out. About being naked under a robe. We need you to be completely naked under your robe, you and we're gonna wet everybody robe? down with a water hose. And the finest one is going to be able to uh, to win five hundred dollars and two hundred and fifty of that. Half of that money is gonna go to the children's uh, vacation. Hold on, hold on. What did you say your name was again? My name my name is Brian. Brian, how long you been a member of this church? Because I don't ever remember meeting you. Okay, I've, I've 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 been a member for about three weeks now. Like I said, since I was I majored in marketing, they they actually threw me into. And no way! Uh, after three weeks, that they gonna put you in charge of something. I don't understand why there's a problem with you trying to pitch well, in and help problem, out the children. Because I don't even why know who you are. Why can't you know gave you my number? They're trying, they're trying to create. Excuse they're, they're me. Trying to Excuse me. And you don't want to help me. the kids. I want to help the kids, but I'm not going to get up there in no choir robe. I'm doing my best right now not to cuss you out because I'm a woman of God. So you're too good to be naked under your robe. Is that what you're saying? You're too good I'm, to be naked? Look, I don't have to explain myself, but I'm not going to be naked up in no church. Okay, so so you can't do the naked robe con, uh, content. You can't do that for the kids. I know you're not about to tell me what I can and cannot do for no kids. Now, I don't know who gave you my number, but I think you need to figure out who else to call for this because I'm not going to be a part of this. We called all the other choir members, and they don't have a problem with it. You're the there only no one way that's got a problem. You all the choir members. What are their names? What other choir members did you call that would have said we, that they would have done we, something we, nasty? We called, we called Sister, Sister Bridget in the choir. Sister Bridget didn't have a problem with it. Ain't no Sister Bridget in the choir. Okay, how about Sister Rachel? Sister Rachel in the choir was fine with it. Ain't no Sister Rachel. Sister Rachel wouldn't be getting naked. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this something. Look, look, look. Do you know, I don't know do who you, you know think Sister you're talking Davida to, but I think the, you need to get off you know the phone. Do you know Sister Davida in the choir? Hello? Yes. Do you know Sister Davida in the choir? Yes, I know Sister Davida. Okay, so so if Sister Davida said that uh, Sister Bridget and Sister Rachel didn't have a problem doing it, why do you have a problem doing it? I'm not about to be naked in a church for kids. You're not getting and naked in the church. You're going to be in the back part of the church, and we're going to spray you down with a water hose on your robe. 
That's what I'm we, not going to be up there. This is disgusting. Well, Tommy said you would do it. Tommy said you didn't have no problem doing it. Who the hell is Tommy? We don't even have a Tommy at the church. You keep making up all these names. Tommy is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's who Tommy is. Hello? Yes. <laughs> this is Tommy, baby. This is nephew Tommy. How you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not real? This is not it's not real, baby. That Nobody was calling you about doing a wet rope. Uh, you all right? Woo! I was going to go off on you. You was already going off on me. Vita got me to prank phone call you. Oh, my God. I'm going to get her. <laughs> I was holding my tongue. What you saying? You was about to cuss? I was about to cuss you out, right out. <laughs> hey, baby, I got to ask you. You got to tell me, what's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. We're moving on. Uh, coming up next at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here's a programming note. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, listen carefully, Usher, Usher will be our special guest. Usher! Uh, It's been a minute since Usher has been on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, so you definitely don't want to miss it. Usher, tomorrow morning, okay? He's going to talk about everything. Right now, in entertainment news, Tamar Braxton's boyfriend filed a restraining order against her yesterday. What's Uh, wrong now? Yeah, David Adafesso said uh, he asked the judge for a restraining order against Tamar, citing domestic violence, Tommy. This is according to People Magazine. Now, we we all recall back in, um, I guess it was around mid-July, when Tamar uh, had the whole episode. Sadly, she uh, attempted suicide. And then soon after that, she was working on her mental health, trying to heal and all, uh, when she posted that her boyfriend was her rock. Remember that? Yeah, and we're really praying for her mental health. We are. We really are for Tamar. It's sad. All right, so thank you, Shirley. Let's move Mm -hmm. on here. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, Kim Kardashian made an announcement yesterday to our amazing fans. It is with heavy hearts that we've made the difficult decision as a family, to say goodbye to keeping up Ugh. with the Kardashians. I love yes. them. Yes, oh, no. yes, yes. The no. first family of reality <laughs> TV. Come on, Julia, come through. No! <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do now? I know, I know. That's going to be a big void. It is. It really mm-hmm. is. Now, their new they, season they, starts. They have plenty of money. Yes. Kylie yeah, got plenty of money. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. She yeah. got money. Kanye yeah. got Buku money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Why well, we do still it? enjoyed watching them. We're talking about the fans right now, Steve. I know yeah. watch the show, so Well, the show has been on for fourteen years. I'd have missed 14. every last one of the episodes. <laughs> I cannot with you. Uh twenty so seasons. So I'm on Family Feud though. Yeah, yeah, we all did, and they were good on Family Uh Feud. Um, Kim says that they are grateful to all of their viewers, all of the Mm -hmm. fans like you and I, Shirley, Mm -hmm. and uh, who've watched over the years through the good times, the bad times, the happiness, the tears, many relationships, their children, Mm -hmm. and they will forever, the Kardashians will forever cherish those wonderful memories and countless people that they've met along the way. Kim went on to thank the E! Network, of course, Ryan Seacrest, who is the EP, one of the EPs of the show. No, all the E, the Kardashians go, you have no idea, the money 
that yeah. that is worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just a fun, that beautiful franchise? show. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, like you said, Shirley, it was fun to watch. We watched uh, Kylie and Kendall grow up. Grow literally. up, yes. Yeah, they yes. were kids when that show mm-hmm. started, and the show has been on for 18 years. They're, you know, they grew up in front of our very eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 14 14 years, 20 seasons. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sometimes they wow. would double up uh, seasons. Now they have a new season coming up next week, but the final season will be next year, according to Kim, in 2021. So keeping up with the Kardashians? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, Junior. <laughs> so there you I'm going to make it. You're going to be all right? You're going to be all right. <laughs> You're going to be good. <laughs> I'm going to fight through. <laughs> all right thank Stay you carla in the struggle. <laughs> yes. y'all pray for me okay <laughs> thank you carla uh You're come welcome. on steve time now for today's headlines ladies and gentlemen miss ann tripp thank you steve thanks everybody this is ann tripp with the news okay rochester new york's chief of police Laron singletary has resigned after some rowdy protests over the in police custody death of an unarmed black man named daniel prude six months ago mayor lovely warren says chief singletary's not going alone. The entire Rochester Police Department command staff has announced their retirement. Um, That includes the police chief. That's right. She said the command staff. That's right. Other senior officers, the entire Rochester Police Command have also retired. And seven, the seven officers involved in the case are on suspension. Daniel Prude died after he was restrained by cops entering a mental health emergency call from his brother. He was held naked in the middle of the street with a hood placed over his head to keep him from spitting on them. And at least one officer placed his knee on Daniel Prude's back. Police said his death was a result of a drug overdose. However, the medical examiner looking at it says no, it was homicide by asphyxiation. The city of Minneapolis, uh, new regulations on how that city's police officers may and may not use force during the performance of their duties. The new police re- uh, reforms requires uh, Minneapolis cops to use the minimum amount of force to gain compliance in making an arrest, and officers must now justify unholstering their guns. This week's overhaul, of course, coming after the horrific police murder of Mr. George Floyd, one of merely trying to buy a pack of cigarettes with what turned out to be a counterfeit $20 bill, was never even stated that he even knew it was counterfeit. Mr. Floyd's killing on video ignited anti-police brutality demonstrations, not just in this country, but in cities around the world. 25 Democratic state attorneys general have issued a statement criticizing President Trump for seeming to encourage his supporters to vote twice, once by mail and supposedly just to make sure that their vote is counted to vote again at their local polling place. Well, Trump has been claiming without any evidence that mail-in voting will lead to the most fraudulent uh, uh, election in history. That's what he's saying. FYI, voting twice is a crime. Okay, both Democratic and Republican election officials are warning people against following Trump's advice. It is a crime. You can get time in jail for voting twice. Okay. Today, a tribute to the late, great Roberto Clemente. All Puerto Rican major baseball league players are going to be wearing Clemente's number 21 on this, the 19th annual Roberto Clemente Day. Clemente died in a plane crash on New Year's Eve in 1972. He was traveling from San Juan on a mission, a real mission of the heart. He was bringing humanitarian aid to what was then earthquake-devastated Nicaragua. Roberto Clemente was the first Latino player inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Gay. Today is his day, number 21, and Puerto Rican Major Baseball League players are going to be wearing his number 21, but other players can wear the 21 if they wish. And finally, COVID-19 has taken another talented entertainer. 
This time, it's a one-time member of The Temptations, lead singer Bruce Williamson. Bruce Williamson was only 49 years old. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so what's going on in trending political news? Well, yesterday, President Trump... We've got to get out and vote. Yeah, that's oh, the most please. important thing Seriously. right now. You're so, tr- Yo, so true. You can get your, so you can right. get your ballots now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can request your ballots now. We got to get serious. Go ahead, Sherry. All right, yesterday, President Trump held a rally in Wilmington, North Carolina, with, of course, you know, no social distancing, very few masks out there, despite the fact that there is a statewide order to wear one. Uh, also, the president is still denying reports from the Atlantic magazine that he called war heroes losers and suckers. Oh uh, Trump said it's fake news and tweeted, I know. I, I never called our great fallen soldiers anything other than heroes, but the Washington Post reported that uh, senior Trump officials said the president's frequently made disparaging uh, comments about veterans and soldiers missing in action, referring to them at times as losers. And uh, just a reminder, uh, Trump avoided service in Vietnam through a diagnosis of the dreaded bone spurs. We all remember that. Yeah, right. Which later, that doctor's daughter <gasps> said that her father um, did that as a favor for the president's father at the time, uh, pre- uh, Fred well, Trump at the time. Can I say something? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. The He's bone spurs place. is the same excuse I gave for not taking my final in algebra. <laughs> It wow. works for everything. It works yeah. like that. So no, that's your go-to. No way, it, go no way in hell I could take this test. Bad as these spurs is hurting me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how dare the president? First yeah. of all, we know that that sure does sound like something he would say. Losers. Mm-hmm. That is his mm-hmm. word yeah. for sure. But yeah. how dare you well, talk about the military? It. Yeah, and you remember he what said he it. said about John McCain? You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, to, having said all that, the countdown continues. 55 days left until the November 3rd election. Go right now, if you have not already registered to vote, to vote.org. Sure. Just, huh? I had a disturbing conversation with some young people on the set. Uh-oh. And they were in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And they, and they said that the majority of their friends are saying, we don't like either candidate, yeah. so we're not yeah. going to vote. Mm-hmm. Let me say this to everybody listening to me. You have got to vote. It's your duty and obligation. Now, if you do not vote for every person that doesn't go to the polls, it's a vote for Trump because yeah. Trump's base is fanatical. Mm-hmm. They don't care what he says or what he does. It's 40 mm-hmm. million people going to vote for this dude minimum. Yep. If you don't get out to the poll and turn out 50-some million votes, this guy's going to be president again. And you might not like Joe Biden, and I don't I don't see what the real big problem is, but I'll tell you one thing. You, you cannot send the message that you enjoyed Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Please. Now, were these kids even registered, Steve? Did you? Know oh, they're all they? registered voters. Oh, boy. So they're, oh, boy. Yeah, all right, so it takes less to. than a couple of minutes. Vote.org. Please go. Please vote. All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. All right, you ready, Clo? Ready. All right. Clo. This one is from Lewis in Kansas. Lewis says, I'm a 33-year-old single male 
Uh, never married, no children. I started having sex in high school and it was great. But six years ago, I became celibate. I was working full time and in grad school at night, so I wanted to stay focused. Now I'm used to the lifestyle, but it's a problem when I'm dating. Women are as bold as the men now, and when I tell women I'm celibate, uh, several of them have asked me to take it out so they can at least see it. Uh, see what? what I'm working with. Uh, they want to rub it and try to coerce me into having sex with them. Should I give in or keep abstaining till marriage? Well, let me pull just tell out. you one thing. If you pull it out, it's going to go, go down. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just tell you right yeah. now. Don't take Anybody it. threatening to just let me see it, let me rub God. it. I'm telling you right now, right after that, it's going to go down. It, you can't take no pulling and rubbing. I'm just telling you right now. Ain't no wave in your hand, cross it, none of that. <laughs> Try to see. You know, when I was in Try. my 20s, I could cool air couldn't even hit it. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, wow. So, wow. He wants, he's trying to abstain until marriage, so. Yeah, do uh, you know, if it's for spiritual reasons, go ahead and uh, uh, sub- sustain abstain, if you can. Uh-huh. Abstain, but uh-huh. sustain, abstain. <laughs> you, you pull it out, you ain't going to be able to make it. This ain't court sustain. <laughs> If you pull it out, you're going to sustain, complain, explain, undrain, undress, rename. You're going to have a baby name. You're going to have to name a baby. Pull it out, boy, and all hell going to break loose. Oh, my God. Don't show it to them because they're going to want a close look. I'm telling you. I didn't know. I didn't know women was that aggressive. Boy, <laughs> shut up, please. <laughs> Teresa in Charlotte, we have moved on, guys. Teresa in Charlotte says, Stop I'm a divorced female that's been dating a guy that's slightly younger than me. He's a great guy, but he hasn't been exposed to much yet, so... He's impressed by designer clothes and fancy cars and jewelry. I have all of that, and I want to be able to share my life with him. We've been together almost a year, and I've given him him some nice presents, and I let him drive my car whenever we're together. I was married a long time, so I don't know the rules of dating. Is it okay to spoil him a little so he'll know he's special? <laughs> uh, it should be the other way around since right. you ain't been in the dating. Some yeah. man is supposed to spoil you and make you think you're special. Once you stop, you once you give up the the fact that you think you're the prize and make him the prize, you're dealing from a a, a stage of 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 a disadvantage. True. So I recommend that you find out how special he can treat you instead of you treating him special. Yeah. Now obviously you got all this stuff while you was married. You got all these. Let him drive your car. He ain't got no car. Mm. Oh, hell no. You got a Lexus? <laughs> All right, we got time for one more, Steve. Um, Scooter in Texas says, I'm in hot water and I'm about to lose my job or my life. I'm 26 and I work as a legal assistant. My boss works from home, so I take documents to his house weekly. I went to college with his daughter and she's always there when I drop by the house. She flirts, but I kept it professional with her until last week when she came to the door in her panties and bra and said she was expecting me because her dad had to run an errand. We had sex in her dad's office. I know for a fact they have cameras in that house. She's not worried, but I am. What should I do now? Listen to me. This are your instructions. Follow them closely. You must re-enter the home. Go into the ceiling. Locate any wiring, any notifications. 
drop down low. You must stay secluded. Capture the video equipment. Destroy it. On the way out, take one last look at the girl. You will never see her again. Quickly now, move with the quickness and swiftly, because if he returns, that's your ass. All right, CLO, thank you as always. Coming up next, <laughs> we appreciate it. Coming up next, the nephew is here with today's Frank Fogg. Got call. to get that footage. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my mind says no, but my body says yes. My mind! Right I knew it. But right now, nephew is here with today's prank phone call. We'll get into the strawberry letter later, but Had to catch the nephew myself. is here. Can't sing his song. <laughs> Not, Not on this show. No, sir. Well, no, that's sir. how you get shot on this that's show. That's right. <laughs> All right, the nephew's here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Carla. What you gonna do? Oak triosity. Yes. All you gotta do is say oak. Oak triosity. <laughs> Let's go, cat. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Marvin, please. Yes, Marvin speaking. Uh, Marvin, hi, I'm calling you from Doc's office. I'm actually the lab technician, um, and you, you came in and got a physical, I guess, about a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Okay, and it's my understanding this is for your for your occupation, correct? Yeah. Okay, you, you're you what do you do for a living when you're a... Um... Oh, yeah, I'm a truck driver. Okay. Now, I was giving you a call about, I'm here looking at your records and all the testings that you actually went through. Um... Wow. Let's see. Have you had any have you had any activity or any problems around your navel area? No, everything's been fine. Okay. Everything all right, huh? Yeah, everything's fine, but I mean you you haven't had any any type of uh, nothing no breakout or anything around your navel or whatsoever? No, nah, man. The second time you asked me about my navel. No, nah, everything's going straight, man. Okay. I'm trying to see what's going on, man. What's happening? Okay, actually, you've been diagnosed with um, octreositis. And octreositis is actually a fungus that comes out of South America. And you, you, you have no activity whatsoever around your navel? No, man, could ask you the same thing, man. Octreositis. It's octreositis, sir. And what, 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 what do you say that? What that is is actually, you're, you're, if you haven't had it yet, you say you haven't had any activity, there's going to be like a small little tree that's going to be growing from your navel and it, it gets about six inches long and it, it probably bears about, probably about 25 to 30 leaves on it but it's very small whoa whoa run that back by me you see a tree gonna be growing out my navel it, it's gonna be a small tree and uh what's gonna happen is i'm gonna have to get you to come back in probably in the next month we're gonna need you to come in so we can check it out but it's got to grow its fullest potential before we can actually do anything to it Nah, I can't come in in a month. I got to come in today, man. Somebody got to tell no, we, me what's we, going we, on, we, man. We, get n- this problem resolved, man, because I'm going to get married, man. Well, we can't. It has to grow its fullest potential, sir. And uh, the full term is actually like about four weeks before we can actually. Man, I'm not waiting for no four weeks, man. Somebody got to come tell me something right. Nah, man. I ain't finna go married, man, and have to fly out of town, man, and have something growing out of my neighbor, man. Y'all going crazy, man. Sir, octreositis is something that's very rare. We were actually getting this assignment from overseas in South America on how to treat this. Man, I don't give a damn. Where is it, man? Somebody's going to have to come give me some, some help right now, man. 
I'm finna get ready to get married, man. I'm not finna be putting up with it, man. Somebody in this office, man, got to come down here and do something for me, man. And what you say, if you say I can cut it out myself? Sir, the best I can do is probably trim it a bit, you know, and maybe knock a few leaves off, but I cannot touch the full stalk at all. Man, you can cut this put a band-aid, do something Sir, to if it, you man. cut I it, it's, there's a possibility. Right yeah, you cannot, sir. If you cut it, there's a possibility of hemorrhaging, and you're going to really create a bigger problem than what you have already. Man, f- that sh- I'm trying to get this pulled out, man. You didn't tell me can't nobody in that I'm sh- drive down there to get this sh- pulled out, man. I'm going to get married in two sh- weeks, man. We're going to fly to Jamaica and sh- okay, now somebody can do this sh- for me. Sh- I pull this sh- out my Sir, you cannot pull it out. You're going to create. Man. You're going to create a bigger problem if you try to pull it out, sir. The problem is already there. I'm trying to get this down, man. You mean to tell me that big hospital ain't now, man, can help me? Sir. What you want me to do, man? Sir, it's not something. I have poking out of my stomach, and you telling me it ain't you can do, man. Sir, oak triosidus is not something that we treat all the time. Like I said, it hails from South America. So we got. I don't give a for the hell from. Great Britain. Somebody that hospital for me to come down here and help me pull this out, man. Sir, I understand what you're going through, but we have to let it grow its full term, which is four weeks, sir. The full man, root of it. Letting it grow, man. I ain't finna let grow, man. Finna go down right now, man. Y'all gonna have to do something, man. Sir, there's nothing we can do. We can probably trim it a little bit. The trim. Get some chainsaw and cut this. Man, do something. Sir, there's nothing we can do at this point but sit back and wait and let it grow its full term, okay? Can we get I'm you to... I'm not doing no wait, man. Somebody finna help me right now, man. Sir, can we get an appointment for you in the next four to five weeks? Can we do that? No, you got to get an appointment for me today. I'm finna get married, man. I'm finna fly to Jamaica. Man, I can't have no sticking out of me. I can't even sit at the airport, man. You gonna embarrass me like that, man. Have sticking out my neighbor, you crazy? Sir, I understand it. And like I said, oak triositis is very rare. And it's it's something that we haven't treated that many times here in the States. But overseas, the message that we're getting is that we need to let it grow its full term. So you may tell me, ain't nobody in America got oak tree. What the f- is the name of that f- man? It's oak triositis, sir. So how the f- I get it if don't nobody else in the America got it. Sir, I could not believe that you were coming up with Ochreositis here in the States. It's it's something very rarely seen here. There's been two people in the past that's been diagnosed with this, and they actually passed away. So now you're telling me some to die, and you're going to tell me three weeks. Man, I'm coming down another day, man. Somebody's going to do something for me, Sir, man. there's nothing that we can do today until four to five weeks of... Man, I got to go get married. I'm flying to Jamaica, man. Did you... What I just said, man. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I can't do anything if you don't see the tree already coming out of the navel yet. Cut the off. Somebody got to do something by now. Damn, what you want me to do, man? I don't know what I want you to do, sir, but I have one more thing I can tell you. Yeah, well, what you got to say, man? Are you listening? I'm listening to you, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Earl. Man, you got to be f- Kidding me, man. <laughs> Damn, man. Tell that man, I'm gonna tick that out my wig, man. <laughs> man, you too, nephew Tommy, man. Y'all, man, y'all man, be going crazy as hell, man. I'm looking all of my damn neighbor thing. The tree's gonna grow out this, man. I'm on the air, man. No, you ain't on the air right now. Man, I'm already nervous. I'm gonna get married in two weeks. <laughs> 
crazy, man. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, Marvin, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, your ass is out the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you out of there. Ta-da. <laughs> Greatest prank of all time, the goat. Ta-da. It is the goat. <laughs> the goat of pranks. The goat of pranks, nephew. Earl. <laughs> you out the wind. This is out the wind. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank oh, you, nephew. you got to be kidding me. These trees growing out of my neighbor. Hey, man, let me ask you a question, Tommy. <laughs> yes, Tommy, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, of all the things you've accomplished, man, in your career, man, you've done a really, really good job. This is loaded. How do you come away knowing that what you're famous for is ignorance? It's the greatest thing ever. What are you talking about? No, I'm I'm, I'm not judging it one way or the other. I'm just saying, how does it feel? Coming away with all that you've done. Game shows, reality shows, radio shows, touring. You know, plays, you know, movies, and it all come down to, you know, just, I mean, like, damn, you stupid. I mean, how does that? After all of that? It's a great reward, you know? (laughs) It's a great what? It's a great reward. You don't Mm-mm. see these accomplishments? This is a great reward. What is the problem? No, it's not a problem. I was actually asking. That was a that was an over fair question. I wasn't passing no judgment or nothing. As far as I'm concerned, I'm winning, dog. <laughs> you what? I'm winning. Not with words. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get into the strawberry letter up next. The subject is my mind says no, but my body says yes. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There are 55 days left until the November 3rd election. Go right now to get registered at vote.org, especially you 20-year-olds, 20-somethings. Please, we need your vote. We need you. We have to vote now. Yes, yes, yes. Even if you don't like the candidates, like we said earlier, if, if you don't vote, that's a vote for Trump. If you go uh, to vote.org, let's, they tell you how you can get your ballots now. You can early vote. You can mm-hmm. vote by mail. Just go. It'll tell you everything you have to do. It's very simple, y'all. And and help people who you know are at home and scared to go down there and vote. We yes. got to vote. Go ahead, yes, Shirley. we do. All right. Thank you, Steve. You said it. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, sex, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit submit strawberry letter that's all you have to do we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're gonna read this one right here right now buckle up hold on tight we got it for you here it is the strawberry letter Thank you, nephew. Subject, my mind says no, but my body says yes. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for nine wonderful years, and we've never had any major issues in our marriage. He's great with the kids, he's a great provider, and he's a hard-working man. The only touchy subject seems to be our sex life, or lack thereof. He's eight years older. Uh, He's 48 and I'm 40. He's been taking medicine that prevents him from becoming aroused and it's a big problem for me. Before we got married, we had sex all the time and I mean all the time. But now he doesn't care to have sex at all. Maybe twice a month, but then it's not satisfying. I know he loves me and I don't think 
like he's having sex with anyone. I am very passionate about everything that sex entails, so you can call me a bit of a freak. I let him know what I want without being overly aggressive, but my attempts fail most of the time. We have talked about it, and he said sometimes I'm doing too much, and he doesn't need all of that. But I think it's because he can't get aroused. Uh, Because of my high sex drive and my need to be freaky between the sheets, I've been thinking about stepping out. I know cheating is the easy route and I'll probably end up regretting it later, but I have wants and needs. I have a male friend that has been flirting with me for a while and he cops a feel here and there, but nothing serious has happened between us. Every time he's close to me, I start sweating and I lose my breath. I have dreams of of making love to this man and I imagine us doing it for hours. But then I snap out of it and remember, I'm married. My body is telling me yes, but my mind says no. Should I be honest with my husband? Please help. Well, yeah, I think you should be honest with your husband in the sense of telling him how you're feeling about, you know, what's going on in your marriage. Um, Of course, uh, you should be honest about that. You're feeling neglected and all of that. I think 48 is really young to be giving up sex with your wife, especially when you guys um, used to go at it so much early on. Uh, If you hadn't mentioned that he's on medication, I would definitely say he's probably cheating. But since the meds you say are keeping him from getting aroused, I think therein lies your problem. Again, 48 is way too young for this, and a 40-year-old woman is just entering her prime. So you do want to continue to go at it all the time. Uh, To be cut off from something you love and need like that can make you really crazy. It can make you thinking about stepping out and all of that. I'm not surprised you're thinking about cheating. Um, So can't he talk to his doctor about lowering his dosage or changing to another med that won't affect his libido like this? Uh, I, I say you guys have to go this route first before you actually start cheating because it's in the back of your mind and that's where it always starts. Um, you, you, you never know how that could end up. A, a lot of patience is going to be required on your part as you and your husband, uh, who will give you some resistance, some major resistance when you, when you bring this subject up. But you got to try and tackle this issue. You got to tackle it. Um, I just say don't hesitate to do it. Uh, no time like the present. But you guys got to get this out in the open and talk about it because this is the stuff that will ruin a marriage. Steve? Let me just go to the bottom of this letter right here before we mess around and lose sight of what you really need to know. The last question in your letter was, should I be honest with my husband? What is you talking about saying here? Is this what I think you're talking about? You, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, You're finna go in here and tell your husband. Let me read this from the letter. That you have a male friend that's been flirting with you for a while and he cops a feel here and there, but nothing serious has happened between us. And every time he close to me, I start sweating and I lose my breath. I have dreams of making love to this man and I imagine us doing it for hours. But then I snap out and remember I'm married. My body is telling me yes, but my mind said no. Should I be honest with my husband? Are you you talking about saying you talking about saying that damn paragraph that I just read? First of all, let me ask you a couple of questions. Your husband black. <laughs> yeah, we need to know uh, that right now. <laughs> huh? 
Is he black? Steve. Huh? Answer me. She can't. She's not here. Okay, let me tell you something. If this is a black dude mm-hmm. that you're fitting to tell it to, first of all, let me tell you what will happen to you if this is a white dude. He going to handle it damn near the same way a black dude will. <laughs> Men don't that? take this new. We're going to snap, go crazy. What? You finna do what? Yeah, and he cops a field every now and then. You, now, now the dude that's copping the field gonna get his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. As soon as he find who that is. The rest okay, of this letters come out. I got a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, hold that thought. We'll be back with part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes honest. after the oh, hour. <laughs> Subject, Crazy. my mind says no, but my body says yes. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my mind says no, but my body says yes. This woman, yes. 40, her husband, 48. He taking some medicine that's causing him not to be aroused. I'm going to go out on the limb here and say that's diabetes or high blood pressure medicine. I'm diabetic. It could be something else, but... Diabetes medication, I know a couple partners say it kind of bugs them, but there's a counter to that, too. So, you know, they made the only pills he could be taking. But we're going to do something about this can't get aroused business. Have you been watching the commercials? <laughs> it's commercials on TV that has to get your attention if you have an arousal problem. Here is the line on the commercial that disturbs mm-hmm. me the most. What? If you have an erection lasting more than four hours, call your doctor. If I've been having trouble with an erection and I finally get one that's going for four hours, you really think I'm finna call the doctor? <laughs> this is not about you, Steve. Do you really think I'm finna waste this precious four hours and call any damn body? That'll make me bag back down? Uh-uh. No, no. I'm tapping you on your back all evening. We gonna be up in here busy. So now, there is ways to deal with that, but let's get back to your letter. Yeah. So Thank now, you. you say that you've tried everything and y- y'all ain't having sex once a month. Then you said, so... I'm very passionate about everything that sex entails. So you can call me a bit of a freak. Now, when a woman says this, fellas, pin your ears back. Get ready. Here it come. If a woman says, I'm a bit of a freak, strap up your saddle, get your chaps on, Get your spurs ready. Spurs. It's riding time. <laughs> but the problem is you're going to have to give her them spurs and them chaps because she finna ride you. Oh, she says, I'm a bit of a freak. And she said, I'll let him know what I want. And then we have talked about it. Now, he says sometimes I'm doing too much and he don't need all that. See, now, let's go back to your line was, you can call me a bit of a freak. A bit? Your man just told you he don't need all that. Your ass is too much. What is you doing in there? (laughs) When you hear a man say he don't need all that, 
what is now. you doing in there? Every time we got to get to works, every time we have sex, we get all of it. You going to do all the tricks every time. You too much. Let's just do this this evening. Go on, go to sleep. What is all this over here? Come on over here. My hands is on the wall. Now I'm on the bed. Dive. Go back up on the dresser. Now dive. <laughs> but, okay, I got a question. Can you touch the ceiling like you did the other day? <laughs> what? What happened? Can you touch the ceiling like you did? The, you know when you jumped and had uh-huh. your legs on the chandelier and came up like and did like we was at the circus. Remember that? And then one more thing before you go into your question, Jeff. Okay. I've been thinking about stepping out, is what the lady says. Now, here's the letter. I know cheating is the easy route. What? Mm-hmm. Girl, listen to me. Cheating is hard work. You have no idea no, no, what no. you're setting yourself up for. No, cheating is hard-ass work. Woo! You got to lie, 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 lie. <laughs> Cheating is not easy. For those of you who have never cheated and are considering taking that route, I want you to know something. Cheating is very, very hard. Ain't nothing easy about it. And at times, it's going to require your undivided attention. So if you think cheating is easy, that's why, that's, that's why people get busted all the time, because they thought it was easy. Mm. It's hard. What's your question, Shirley? Okay, so she said when before they got married, Steve, they had sex all the time, and she all the time, all the time, right? Right. Uh-huh. So now I'm asking, is she too much because of his condition? No. Yeah, that that part of it is part yeah. of the condition, but he tied too. Seems like he tied. <laughs> He's only forty eight, but he tied. Still a young man. It's just yeah, so much. We just, we, we just doing too much. <laughs> But she wasn't too much before. I don't like you chewing. I don't want you chewing on me. Come on now. Chewing? I don't want this here. This is not about you. You you biting too much. I don't like the biting no more. No, I don't. No. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, don't don't put your hand in my mouth. I don't like all that no more. (laughs) You know, Uh I don't want to run around the room. Yeah, boy, have they changed. I don't want to run around like that no more. I'm tired. I got to go to work. I'm 48. (laughs) I don't want to run around the room and do laps no more. I don't like diving off the dresser no more. I don't want to do no flip off the doorknob. I don't like that. No more. You don't like that. No, and I don't want you to bend over and I push the doorknob on you. I don't like that no more. Okay, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter it's at too Steve much. Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Junior Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, now, it is it is getting down to it. We back up. We almost there. It's the Eastern Conference semifinals last night, and it was, uh, it was a great game, though. It really was. But the Miami Heat and Milwaukee Bucks and uh, the Heat won. So that series is over. They just Ooh, waiting wow. on the winner. Yeah, they just waiting on the winner now between uh, Boston and Toronto. And, uh, man, that series right there, right now, Boston and Toronto. Boston lead that series. Three to two, and that game is to tonight. Yeah, three yeah. to two. That's gonna Jimmy be over with Boston. 
Yeah, Boston is. Yeah, they Boston playing, man. Boston is working. Jimmy Butler got a problem for everybody. Oh, yes, <laughs> man, Jimmy Butler out there doing it, man. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Big got a problem for everybody out there. Jimmy's He's a player? Out there showing it. Sure, I just want to comb his hair, though. I just want to comb his hair for some reason. I just want to hold him down and just shape that up a little bit. He just wearing yeah. it wild. Hey, man. You know, well, the Clippers. I can't say nothing, Tommy. I decided not to talk about people with hair, seeing as I ain't got none. Well, I ain't got none either. Why the hell we can't talk about? We, we know. I didn't say you can't. Yeah. We know what a good. You can talk about him like. if you want to. I can't. Remember, you doing pranks, Tommy? You might run into Jimmy. Oh, um, I, I ain't scared of Jimmy. Okay, I prank Jimmy. Everybody scared of Jimmy Butler? Yeah, I don't like Jimmy because you said about Jimmy. That's all he gonna say. Hey, you Tommy? Uh, 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 That's yeah, that's all. Yeah. Why are you messing with Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. That's me, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Well, the Clippers gonna take on the Denver Nuggets. The Clippers lead that series two to one, and I'm not and even. And that's what Jimmy it. Butler needs. Some Clippers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> All right, man. I'm not saying, Jimmy, I just want to make a distinction. I'm Junior. That's Tommy. Just want you to know. <laughs> now, now, Mike Tyson, on the other hand, I don't I don't fool with Mike. I, you know, I get on out the way. <laughs> oh, you bow down. I get on out down. the way. I, oh, you I ain't, ain't got no problem. Oh, you got a problem with Jimmy Butler hair, but you ain't got no problem with Mike face tattoo. Okay. That's, a be- that's a beautiful tattoo he has over there. Yeah. What are you talking about? No, it's not. Hey, man. <laughs> Well, you know, the Rockets and the Lakers series, uh, you know, we're not even going to talk about that until it's over. You don't want to talk about it. Why do I want to talk about it? We're moving on. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to get serious and tell you about the shakeup at the Rochester, New York Police Department. After, get this, a killing, another killing of a black man. This one happened in March. We'll tell you about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to the Black Information Network, Rochester, New York Police Chief Leron Singletary said in a statement that he was honored to serve the city in upstate New York for 20 years and commended his staff. However, he said the protests and criticism of his handling of the investigation into the March 23rd incident are an attempt to destroy his character and his integrity. Now, this is in a uh, video that you may have seen on social media. Uh, Rochester police officers approached Daniel Prude, who was naked, and he initially complied with the officer's orders. Mr. Prude was subsequently seen shouting and spitting, which prompted officers to place a spit bag over his head. It looked like a hood. Uh, The officers are then seen pinning Daniel Prude to the ground while the bag is still on his head, and he eventually goes lifeless. The medical examiner said that Prude died from asphyxiation complications. The mayor of Rochester, uh, her name is uh, Miss Lovely Warren, said the police, the mental mental health care system, our society, and um, she said she have all failed Daniel Prude. Wow. Another one, and this happened back in March. That they just but the way they was leaning on his head. Yeah. It was just cruel. It, it didn't make no sense, man. Yeah. It looked inhumane. Yeah. It looked just, it reminded 
us of me of George Floyd and how mm-hmm. he was killed. And it was around the same, you know, in March. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know about this. And this is September. No. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just this coming is out. September. Yeah. 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 Yes. Now, the officers involved uh, initially, they were suspended with pay, right? Yes. But now I understand they've all quit. They've, they've all, all resigned. resigned. Wow. Yes. They all resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, not just the officers, their supervisors are the mm-hmm. ones that really the chief and his mm-hmm, chief. officers and, and ranking supervisors under underneath. And they say more are coming with the department. I was reading an article in the New York Times about this mm-hmm. uh, situation as well. It is. It, it's, it's just, just sickening. And the yeah, president really says nothing about it. No, and I'm telling no. y'all, man. For a president to be in this position and do nothing but divide, mm-hmm. you, you 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 can't al- al- allow this, and it and it just in it, it, it embraces them. It makes them feel more empowered to do what they want to do. They just do. They've never felt more comfortable. In spite of the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. they're still out here doing what they want to do, and we still get this video footage late, so they can build their case up and all this here crap. Uh, just like they're doing with the brother in um, in Wisconsin, trying to come up with it. He, uh, he had Jacob a knife Blake. in Jacob the car. Uh-huh. You had no idea he was going to get a knife in the car. No, you didn't. What, what is we dan- dancing around for? See, killing is killing. If you kill somebody, if you put a spit mask on anybody and they suffocate, you're going to go to jail. You, me, Everybody else. You mean just Ex. a regular citizen? Just yeah. a regular person. A- a- anybody, mm-hmm. anybody kill anybody for any reason. Yeah. Except the police yeah. when it comes to killing black people. I'm going to give you an example. Sadly, the 13-year-old white kid, the autistic kid in Utah, got shot by the police. Watch what happened today. to this police. Watch. Mm-hmm. Watch what happened to him. I bet his ass go to jail. I promise you that. You done shot a 13-year-old little white boy and he was autistic? Oh, no, sir. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no, sir. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you're you not going to be able to hide this, sweep this under the rug. They're not going to let you. That was a special, so brutality. special needs child. Yeah. Yeah, Man, are you kidding me? You killed this boy? Yeah, what could you? What else could you have done to subdue him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our prayers go out to that family for sure. Uh, Coming up, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So we've been talking about this all morning. There are just 55 days until the election. That's uh, roughly eight weeks now. Eight weeks until the November 3rd election. So... Here's a fun question for you, Steve. Just picture this. If you were president, what is the very first thing you would do as president sitting in the Oval Office? What would you do? Repeal everything Donald Trump been doing. (laughs) Good answer. I go down there and tear that damn wall down. I give all them people DACA. I'll open up the borders to all the Muslims. I'll start back intertrade. I'll go over there in China talking with their ass. Everything. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever he do, I'm going back over there, opening up all these talks. <laughs> Y'all come on by this corn. Let's stop all this. You have your <laughs> red pen out. I'm going go down here and put all them torch can tiki 
can militia, all that's finna be over with. I'm gonna give me some damn gun laws passed. Yes, please. Yes, come in here. Your ass going to jail. Gun, go to jail. I'm doing, I'm putting, uh, making mandatory police sentencing. If you do harm to a taxpaying citizen, mm-hmm. your ass is going to jail. Mm-hmm. Shoot a man in the back, prison. Choke mm-hmm. him out, prison. Put a spit mask on him, prison. Put your knee on his neck, prison. It's going to take your ass to prison. Say something right. to me, prison. prison. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here's a programming note. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, listen carefully, Usher, Usher will be our special guest. Usher! Uh, It's been a minute since Usher has been on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, so you definitely don't want to miss it. Usher, tomorrow morning, okay? He's going to talk about everything. Right now, in entertainment news, Tamar Braxton's boyfriend filed a restraining order against her yesterday. What's Uh, wrong now? Yeah, David Adafesto said uh, he asked the judge for a restraining order against Tamar, citing domestic violence, Tommy. This is according to People magazine. Now, we we all recall back in, um, I guess it was around mid-July, when Tamar uh, had the whole episode. Sadly, she uh, attempted suicide. And then soon after that, she was working on her mental health, trying to heal and all, uh, when she posted that her boyfriend was her rock. Remember that? Yeah, and we're really praying for her mental health. We are. We really are for Tamar. Rooting for All right, so thank you, Shirley. Let's move Mm -hmm. on here. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, Kim Kardashian made an announcement yesterday to our amazing fans. It is with heavy hearts that we've made the difficult decision as a family to say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. I love them. Yes, yes, yes. The first family of reality (laughs) TV. Come on, Julia, come through. Now! <laughs> what are we going to do now? I know, I know. Yeah, that's going to be a big void. It is. It really mm-hmm. is. Now, their new they, season they, starts. They have plenty of money. Yeah, Kylie got plenty of money. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. She yeah. got money. Kanye yeah. got buku money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Why well, we do still it? enjoyed watching them. We're talking about the fans right now, Steve. I ain't never yeah. watched the show, so. Well, the show has been on for 14 years. I'd have missed every last one of the episodes. (laughs) I cannot with you. Uh, So I'm on on Family Feud, though. Yeah, yeah, we all did. And they were good on Family Uh Feud. Um, Kim says that they are grateful to all of their viewers, all of the Mm -hmm. fans like you and I, Shirley, Mm -hmm. and uh, who've watched over the years through the good times, the bad times, the happiness, the tears, many relationships, their children, Mm -hmm. and they will forever, the Kardashians will forever cherish those wonderful memories and countless people that they've met along the way. Kim went on to thank the E! Network, of course, Ryan Seacrest, who is the EP, one of the EPs of the show. The Kardashians go, you have no idea, the money that yeah. that is worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just a fun, that beautiful franchise? show. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Coming up next, our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. 55 days left until the November 3rd election, roughly about eight weeks or so. So please go right now, especially the young people in your 20s. We need you Mm -hmm. this election. We need you. Go get registered. Yes. Yes. At vote.org. Go to vote.org. Like you said, Carla, first time voters, if you're just turning 18, we need the young people. We don't. Go ahead, Steve. No, go ahead, Shirley. No, I'm just saying, you know, we talked about it earlier. We need you. I mean, that's what people are talking about. The young people are not going to vote because uh, a lot of them were Bernie sent for Bernie Sanders and they wanted him and he's not in it. So they're just going well, to sit this election oh, out. Yeah. You can't Bernie do that. Bernie is not the okay. nominee. He's endorsing and, Joe Biden. And everybody else, listen to me. Young people who are talking about they don't like neither one of the candidates, so they're not going to vote. That's not the way this works. Every I get on my phone all the time, these Republicans sending out these messages about uh, get your early valid in, save our country, Trump is the guy. I get them on my phone all the time. They are out here making moves, and they are duplicating what President Obama did. The part that I don't like is Biden and Harris is not following the template that Obama did. Uh, Trump is jumping on social media. Obama was the one that started this, man. And now they're not duplicating what Obama did, and it's starting to worry me. So I put a call in to my friend to reach out to the campaign managers uh, for Kamala and for Joe Biden and make them aware of this. We have 50-some days left. And listen to me, man. This thing is critical now. If you listen to me, young people, if you decide not to vote because you don't like either candidate, let me tell you what happens. Trump's base is voting. These fanatical people are voting. There are people who are going to vote for Donald Trump, not because they like Donald Trump, but because they like the power and the position that they get to have if they stay in office. So they are going to vote the Republican ticket regardless. They are going to vote the conservative agenda regardless, even if the man that represents the conservative party is not that man at all. If the GOP considers themselves to be the moral compass of America, how can you tell me that Donald Trump should be the leader of that? He continually lies to us. He continually divides us. He continually berates black people all the time. Every time he picks up a cause, whether it's kneeling or anything else, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's the protesters, every whether it's DACA, every the wall, every time he picks up a cause, Haiti and Africa, all of the Muslims, It has something to go against people of color. And then, all of a sudden, during his campaign, this is the most black people I've seen for Trump in in the entire four years. You ain't seen them nowhere. They ain't in his cabinet. They ain't standing behind him at the White House. Oh, but they pick a handful of them and put them at a rally in a heartbeat. Are y'all serious that you all don't see what this man is doing? He playing the race card just for the convenience of getting reelected. He wants nothing more than to get reelected because he know if he don't, he got big problems. 
and winning is all that matters to him. He'll care nothing about you. Now, for those of you talking about what has Biden done, all right, let me just say this right here. I don't know who you think they're going to get in there and do. Ain't nobody going to come along and say, this is the black agenda and alienate white voters. That is not politically smart. What Obama did was he changed education laws. He brought in affordable health care. He did things that helped black people along the way. And he made it where everybody could benefit from it, though. What has Joe Biden done? He's put the first black African-American female on a presidential ticket in the history of this country. Trump ain't putting a black nobody in nothing. Nothing. Gonna put your ass on the commercials if you talking something good about him. They can dug up Herschel Walker so he can talk because Trump got on the ride with his kids at Disney. Ain't the reason to be no damn president, man. Are you kidding me? Y'all, you cannot sit this out and say you don't like either party so you're not going to vote. Because his base is going his base is going to vote. He going to get 40 some million people in this country. Even the ones that don't like Trump is going to vote for him because if it keeps them in a power and a position, that's all they matter. But for those of you that are affected by his policy, DACA these trade acts, these these insensitive things that he doesn't say about Black Lives Matter, when he only supports police. He don't ever come out against the officer that kills anybody, talking simple stuff like they choked. It happens. Nah, man, it just happens to us, man. Donald Trump is a divisive president. If you don't see that, man, we have a chance to do something about it. Michelle Obama has asked us. President Obama has asked us. Colin Powell has asked us. Everybody has asked us to get out and vote, man. Everybody knows that if we turn out, we can change this thing, y'all. If black people turn out to polls, we can change the direction of this nation. You've got to understand that. Go to the polls and vote. Go to vote.org. You can get your ballots now. You can early vote. You can vote. You can vote by mail. Come on, y'all. We got work to do. Vote.org. Let's get serious. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 